and welcome to episode 47. This episode is actually a replay of episode three, which is about goals. And I want to reiterate, because it has come up recently, the struggle we have with goals and how goals can actually set us up for failure and how approaching goals differently can make a huge difference in our success. So let's get into it. Hi, my name is Catherine Mahoney, and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life, and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership, and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. What if I told you that creating email newsletters could be as easy as posting to social media? That's right. Flowdesk offers an all-in-one email marketing system. It's the easiest way to get started in building your email list today. Go to flowdesk.com. That's F-L-O-D-E-S-K.com slash C slash Clearly Catherine for your 30 days free and 50% off your subscription. You can also find the link in the show notes. Hi, and welcome to episode three, where we're going to talk about goals, decision making, and organizing your time with your intuition. Let's get started. Goals aren't really my thing. I'm just going to be honest before we start here and you think I'm going to teach you all these things about goals. Probably not kind of the anti-goal setting podcast in a way, but we'll see how it hits for you and we'll go from there. So goals can be either super helpful or so unbelievably destructful, they're not worth it. So what do I mean by that? I know so many people teach about goals, get really specific, know your goal, make steps towards it every day, yada, 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 yada. There's even the law of attraction method of create your vision board of where you want to be and put pictures and words up there of what you want, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I practice law of attraction, but not that law of attraction. So we're going to talk about goals and how it all interacts with this and really how your intuition will lead you to better success. So let's get into this. Goals are taught in a way that you spend all this time figuring out what you want and when you want it and exactly what you want it to be down to the exact date and the amount and the color and the this and that. Then you get into this goal. Well, then what my experience is, with, especially with most of my clients, if not almost all of them, is that they begin to start questioning little pieces of it. Oh, is it really red? Is that the one I really want? Well, can I make it by that date? Is that going to really work? And then they start questioning all that. And then they question this piece and they question that piece. Or they think, well, is, you know, $5,000 enough, $50,000 enough? Um, maybe it's too high. Maybe it's too low. So you get caught up in this and asking questions. Your your mind starts going, yap, 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 yap. And the yapping is never helpful. So this yap, yap, yap starts eating away at your confidence in this goal. So how law of attraction works with this is law of attraction says you need to feel as though you're already there. 
well, you're obviously not already there if you're questioning whether or not that's where you want to be. So you might as well just stop because you've just blown up your law of attraction. Now, I'm being a little bit harsh here, but what we want to do is we want to make it something that excites you and something that you can actually get done and you're not having the yapping dog in your head of, can I do it? Is that right? Is it Should it be this? Should it be that? All of those things, which don't take you anywhere. We're looking for success and movement forward here, not standing still or rowing backwards, okay? We're looking for forward. So let's move forward with this. I also want you to stop looking at that vision board. Now, if your vision board is working for you, great, keep it. If goals, the way you're doing them work for you, great, keep it. If it's not, then this conversation is for you. So the vision board, the vision board, the vision board, where do I start really? It's like this nightmare in my mind. So many clients who make these vision boards and then they're like, nothing ever happens. Well, one, it takes a long time. Sometimes, sometimes it's quick, sometimes it's not. Sometimes the vision board ends up being your board of everything you don't have. Oh, look at that. It's a vacation I'll never get to go on. Oh, look at that. It's a business I'll never have. Look at that. Those are the clients that never call me. Again, it's like the goal. It's like this glaring, yapping dog at you again in your ear. Glaring and yapping dog in your ear. Don't really go together, but you know what I mean. So trying to move forward, let's start looking at things that excite you and move you towards something. So I highly suggest, if all my clients do this, toss away that stupid vision board, stick it under your bed, whatever, and make a board of everything that you have already accomplished. Not towards this project necessarily, but in your life that you're like, wow, I really accomplished that. I'm really proud of that. These are things that really worked out well for me. These are things I'm proud of. These are things that keep me going. Now, remember once I talked about a list that you make. So this is that board that you go, I can do these things. I've done it before. There's absolutely no reason I can't accomplish this now. We need this proof. We need a proof board of your successes. Now, if you just have little successes that you can think of, I don't care. Put them up. They're successes. Everything is. Just remember, these are things you've done. Put that on the board. Make a list, whatever you need to do. Now, as that starts to build up your momentum and gets you excited, now what you want to do is you want to start slowly adding to that board of the direction you want to go. And when you add it on, let it sit there. And if you start having the yapping dog, well, it's not quite right, take it off the board, make it smaller, change it a little bit, see what happens. Same thing with your goal. Take your goal and break it down to little things. Don't make it so specific. Start breaking it down and take some specifics off and you realize you're not asking questions anymore or you're not telling yourself, well, that's not really possible. That's not enough time. I don't really want that really that way. I wanted more. I wanted less. Whatever it is. I don't really care at this point. And you shouldn't either because that's not helping you. And that's not what we want. We want you to succeed on the highest level possible because there's so many new businesses and there's so many entrepreneurs. There's so many people doing either side hustles or launching something new or a lot that are pivoting that we really need to stay in a positive creative motion. You don't wanna be stuck in this rigid environment. And you need to know yourself well enough to know what is too loose and what is too rigid for yourself. And the way you know that is by recognizing when you have those questions. 
I don't live in really rigid very well. I mean, not at all. Let's be honest. I am not a rigid person. So I don't like to live in super duper structure. It just doesn't work for me. But I have clients and friends and colleagues that love super structured environments. And that's what motivates them and keeps them going. Know what works for you. How do you know what works for you? Again, it's like that list before that we talked about that things I don't like, things I like. Sometimes you start with what you don't like, but think about what doesn't work for you. What is not working for you? This is too rigid. I set my schedule out every day to be detailed. I set this goal to be super detailed. And all I do is think about how I'm not getting it done. It's too structured. It's not working for you. Is it too loose? Are you just throwing something on the wall? I mean, too loose can be like, ah, I might get it done by this date. And you see what you can get done by then and you get as much done or more than you expect. Well, then maybe that works for you. Maybe that is not enough and you find you're still not getting done. You need to have a little bit more push. Measure yourself. See how you're getting stuff done. See how much you're getting done and see how you feel about it. Yes, I'm asking you to feel about it. Are you feeling good? Are you not feeling good? Are you feeling excited and happy about where it's going? Are you feeling depressed and down about where it's going? Are you beating yourself up? Adjust it as you need for yourself. Not every system works for everyone. If you're just starting to figure this out or you've done such a massive pivot, you feel like you have no idea what's happening, we've all had that moment in our lives or multiple of them, then start with super rigid. Make a super rigid schedule. I get up at this time, I do this, I do that, I get these things, this thing has to be done by this day, this has to be done by this day, I just spend so many hours on this, so many hours on that, your whole day. And every goal, break it down and put it in your schedule. If you find you're not getting any of it done, well, the super rigid isn't working for you. Or your goals are too big. They contain too many things with them, within them, I should say. If you've got a goal, let's say launch a new let's just say a website, launch a new website. And you say, launch a new website. Well, there's a lot in a launching a new website. You gotta get a domain, you gotta get uh, hosting, you gotta get the site, you gotta write all of the pages, you gotta figure out the layout, you gotta get the pictures you wanna put on it, you gotta set up the email. I mean, I got 50 things on my list already. If you just put, today I'm building a website, some people, that works. For me, Generally it works, sometimes I'll put a little bit more specific, but not always, but that's what works for me. I have clients who need it to be, today I'm getting the domain, I'm getting this, I'm getting that. Great, those are the three things they're gonna accomplish, they're very specific. Some are like, I'm just gonna work on whatever the email, whatever it is I need to get done. Or these are three things I have options to get done, let's see which one kind of excites me and motivates me and where it takes me. Figure out what works for you. I suggest again, start more structured, and then go backwards and start pulling stuff out. And in that structure, again, remember, make it more detailed, smaller, so it can actually be accomplished within that time. And give yourself real time, not squeezing it in where your day is so overwhelmed that now you're like, oh, now I have to do this. And if I don't do the two hours of it, I'm going to feel like crap. Or if I don't get this project, piece of the project done, then it's going to put me back. And then all you do is beat yourself up. So that's not what we're looking for. So This is why I find goals 
aren't really the most amazing thing because everybody works slightly different and is motivated by something different. So you have to find out what that motivation is and find out what drives you. I find success is what motivates people the most. And then as they build success, they're willing to make more and more commitments to getting more done. Then they're driven forward more. They get clearer and clearer what their goals are and it can go from there. So we're building on success here. So as we build on this success, we get to feel more in alignment. So what happens when we're in alignment? Because I said I was gonna bring intuition in this, so let's start doing that now. So we get more into alignment, we get more into flow. Each day we're doing something, even if it's 1%, we're building off that success each day. We're building on it more and more. We're adding more things. It's coming more easily. It's flowing more naturally. So what happens? Why is it coming to you in this beautiful flow? It's because you're connecting with that intuitive side of yourself. Intuition has to work through all this static and mind jumble and yapping dog and all these things when you're in overwhelm and beating yourself up, not in flow. But when you're in flow, a lot of that is cleared away and you're in a calmer state and you can hear clearer. And imagine if you're in this peaceful environment and things are just kind of flowing to you and you're just moving naturally within it versus when you're not accomplishing things and you're not feeling so good and you're beating yourself up or you're overwhelmed, you have too many things coming at you and you feel like you can't get it all done or you're just racing through it all and there's no breath within it all, then you are not going to be able to hear anything outside that. It's like having five radios playing at full blast and someone trying to whisper how to do something. You're not going to hear it. You can't hear it. You've got to turn those radios down or off to be able to hear it. In some situations, it's just turning them down enough. And when you get into success mode even little successes. I got this one little thing done today. Celebrate, give yourself a present, get yourself a treat and make sure you're celebrating every little success along the way because as you do that, you're building this motion, this mindset, this flow. And when you do that, your intuition reconnects with you and things just start to come together. Answers come talking to clients, being creative, developing something new, your plan to pivot just seem to come to you in this natural way. It's no longer a whisper. It's this internal conversation that's happening. And things just seem to move along at a very nice pace. When you are not in that, again, you just start stumbling and falling all over the place. If you want those goals to support you to stay, you don't want them so easy that you're like, boom, boom, you know, all it's I'm getting this done and I don't need to get anything else done today. Keep going with it. Keep moving forward. You got to keep that motion forward because as you do that, you're building that intuitive muscle. The more you stay in that flow, the more you can create constant success, the more you create that positive mindset, the more you can move forward and get things done. If you hang out in la-la land or negative land or pretending everything's perfect and ignoring anything that's not working, the less you're going to be in flow. 
I mean, the truth is, you can pretend that the world is as perfect as you want and everything happening in your life is perfection and amazing. Maybe it is. I don't know. I do know it doesn't stay that way. And so you have to be able to be real with yourself and be real with your goals and really get success building and recognizing what's not allowing you to move forward, clearing the way and making it simpler for you to have success so that you can build off that success and the bigger you can build off it. And that's what we want to have happen. Your intuitive self is this muscle that you're constantly building and it has muscle memory. So when you start these habits, you start these ways of being, these ways of living, these ways of doing things, like allowing yourself to have consistent success, even if it's just 1% forward, not always 100% forward. You don't have to go full on like a bull in a china shop. You can go slowly through like the tortoise, but you're still building that consistent success. And that's what we want to start doing. So let's do a quick review of the things that we want to look at. One, we want to look at what have been our past successes? What have you done that you're proud of? What have you done where you've been successful? It can be little things. It can be big things. It can be whatever makes you feel good when you think of it or look at it on the wall or in words that make you say, I've done this before, I can do it again. Or I've had successful moments, I can repeat that. I have that within me. So we really wanna do that. You can create a list. You can create a new type of vision board, which I call the success board. You can, whatever works for you. So then what you wanna do is you can start looking at where you wanna go. Now, we worked on that before when we did the 369, right? So what things within that 369 are things that maybe you can add to the board? How do they make you feel? Well, if you're using the 369 of Nikola Tesla, then you should feel pretty good about it. So you should be able to put that on the board now as something that you feel is true. If you put something on the board and you start to have that yapping dog, I don't know how I feel about that, or that's going to be impossible, that will never happen, or that's too far, that's too, whatever it is, then take it off the board. So when you're now making your schedule of goals, let's talk about that again. Remember, the more we repeat it, more it sticks with us, the more we're going to use it. So we are going to look at our goals, break them down into little niblets. So break them down. I'm going to start a new website. We're just working with that because it's easy to break down. I don't know what you're doing, but you should be able to understand this from here. So I'm going to build a new website. What are the elements to it? Well, I've got to get the actual website itself. I got to write all the stuff. I got to market it. Okay, getting the website. What are all the pieces of that? It's not a one step thing. What are all the steps within that process? You have to get a domain name, you have to get a host, you have to get the pages, you have to, you know, all that. And then you got to get an email address, you know, then write the pages. What do you want on the pages? You have to write them. You know, all the pieces that go into these systems, break them down into chewable bites. Now, one sitting, you can probably get a domain, a host, the email, all in one sitting. Bam, five, 10 minutes, you're done. But you may have to start searching for a domain name. That's going to take a lot longer. So finding a domain name and buying a domain name might not necessarily be the same day. Might have to sit on it for 24 hours. That's okay too. But look at what those steps are. You may not be able to break them down until you're into it. So allow yourself that. You may get into something and go, whoa, this is a way bigger project than I expected. That's 
fine. Don't let it overwhelm you. Take it, break it down to what you know at that time, what hits you at that time. Break that down. Break it down into pieces that you can get done. Sometimes you end up not having to do all of them. Sometimes you do, but break it down. Start building that success. Make each of those successful. Don't add too many things to get done at one time. Put less, but then know what the next things are. So let's say, wow, I found the domain and got it all set up in like five minutes. I got time to set up these other things, outline what I want to look like, pick out the format, whatever it is. Okay, now check, check, check. You have more things done than you thought. Big success. Now what did I say you had to do? You have to celebrate. Doesn't mean you have to have a huge party. Doesn't mean you have to have cake. Just means you do what feels right to you. Do you go for a walk? Do you go for a drive? Do you meet a friend for coffee? Watch a show you like? I don't know. Whatever you can do to do a little celebration. But I will say, I am very disciplined with my celebrations. I make sure my clients are very disciplined with their celebrations. It is not a celebration. If you have cake every single night, no matter what happens, well, then you're not really celebrating anything. You're just having cake like normal. It has to feel special. It has to be new, like something you're like, okay, because I did this, I get to have this for me to celebrate. So want to make sure you really set that up. It doesn't have to be huge. Doesn't have to be huge. And maybe you have little presents for yourself. I have little inexpensive presents that I sometimes buy for myself. I keep, I buy them in advance. I'll be honest. I keep them wrapped in a package. I set them aside. And when I do something big that I get to celebrate, then I open that package. I like to be able to celebrate immediately. And I think you should be able to do that too. Figure out what that is because this is a huge aspect of it. We are retraining ourselves to celebrate successes. If it's a little success, but you're like, I finally got that done. I'm moving forward. Do it. It doesn't have to be. You set your discipline for what that celebration is of your success. If it was just I started and I got those three things done, then yes, you celebrate. And I'm telling you, it'll make you feel excited to keep moving. And then if you want to wait longer till you have a bigger success for the next time you celebrate, great. Do that. If you need to have little celebrations for all the little things in the beginning to keep yourself going and getting excited, do that. Do what feels right. Make sure your celebration, though, isn't too crazy. Keep it small. Keep it manageable. Keep it within a line of what you've accomplished. But do celebrate. I can't tell you I have to say almost 100% of my clients don't celebrate. They don't celebrate any of their successes. That doesn't really motivate you forward. You need to, you know, some say pat yourself on the back. I don't know, it doesn't really work for me. Some people it does. Figure out what it is for you and do that. It might be different things for different levels, but I want you to feel that success because as you celebrate, as you break it down, as you do your little successes, your intuition begins to become more in alignment because you are now more in alignment. You're flowing on top of the water. You're in flow, and inflow brings you information, opportunities, and clarity, and certainty in a way that is so powerful in such a small way that you will really notice it. So go out there, start breaking those goals down, don't make them so specific, measure how you are, test out your scheduling, see if you need to schedule a lot, if it's too much, adjust it a little bit. 
Take down that vision board, make it more about a success board, start adding in future successes to it, and then start celebrating each little step. And then I want to hear how you're celebrating. This is what I want to know. I'd love to hear what you are celebrating, but I really want to know how you're celebrating. You better be celebrating because we're going to talk more about it in future episodes. Talk to you next time. Thank you for joining me. If you'd like to learn more about the Tesla 369 method, please listen to episode two, where I go into that deeper and explain exactly how to practice the Tesla 369. Thanks for listening to the Clearly Catherine podcast. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. And we'll see you next time.